0: black ass podcast with hadia robinson bono on, hey cheryl all right i see you girlfriend bono hey man get your ass out the street bono 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 who goddamn kids is these what up everybody welcome to another episode of Blackass podcast a podcast so black if it was a road trip it'd be two live crew on 95 south headed to freaknik shout out to them old school camcorders this episode i'm talking streaming while black white blessings and juneteenth it's a thing now all that coming up on this episode Come on into the room, if you will, take off those shoes (laughs) and wash your hands. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Thank you guys for coming out, listening, tuning in, downloading, subscribing, whatever it is. Whatever brought you to this moment, thank you. I want to send a big shout out to everyone that jumped on live with me, very impromptu, but I think I might make it a thing, a black ass pre-show. That's a cute name. I I think it's a thing. Um. It was cool. I don't know how many people came in, but if you missed it, you can find it on Black Ass Podcast IG account. And it's under IGTV. Um, I'm going to make it a thing. I don't think I'm going to make it a thing. I was, Listen, I just kind of got a couple of things to talk about from uh, the people that came into the room. And uh, we just kind of discussed OnlyFans opportunities. And... Uh, oh... I asked everyone that was there, send me pictures of whatever y'all working on. Um, One of the people that came into the room, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, uh, mentioned they were gardening. And I was like, oh, word, like gardening. I don't have a yard, but I absolutely love gardening. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. So whatever you're building, growing, drawing, creating, hey, send it to me. Hey, if your OnlyFans is already up, send it. Send me the pictures. You know, that's my shit. <laughs> um, but here we are, guys. Another episode. Uh, Before I forget, I want to go ahead and read off these reviews. Thank you, everybody that has left a review of the podcast. You guys, just make me so, feel so warm inside, on the inside part. <laughs> it's like you guys touch me on the inside. Um, that sounded sorry. You remember that beloved? Tell me. No, she said, Touch me on the inside part. And I was like, Oof, That was cringeworthy, but touch me on the inside part, guys. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. First up is a review from Mellow Mail five stars. Hey, I'm a five star chick. Okay. Um, Melomel says, been listening since the first season, circa 2017. Yo, you threw it back. That was pre-Rona. Like, we was out here hugging people we didn't even know. We didn't even know they stashed, just running up. This my friend. Oh, big hug. Like, we was wilding, son. Think about that shit. We was wilding. Uh, Melo Mel says, loved what I've heard, so I stayed patient for the second go-round. Just like Rona about to come back and hit our ass on some second wave shit. Hadir delivers. All caps delivers, y'all. Okay. You can just tell she's a genuine human being with a common sense with common sense. And she just so happens to be hilarious. Guys, thanks. Her take on current events is so refreshing to me as a black woman. She's an auntie in my head. oh. I'm going to give you that. I am an auntie. I can't even front. I know like a lot of people get mad at auntie, but I just listen. It's fine. But I will fuck your dad. So (laughs) I'm that auntie. (laughs) I'm out here breaking up happy homes. All right. Thank you, Mellow Mel. Uh, I'm going to go back a little bit. Love the show. Funny, informative, black. That's TJ1. Thank you, tj what else I got? When you said that Sarah Huckabee LOL looked like she was a truck driver, then follow that, felt follow that with she looks like she has been under a car for seven years. I cannot. Oh my god, this is from Trisha P. That was a throwback review, but I appreciate that Trisha. Um, and yes, she bitch did look like a straight up truck driver. Uh, Hadia is funny and impor- informative. That was Andy Celester. Uh, Mighty Flores says gang gang what a hey, gang gang I don't know that's like new kid shit hopefully I didn't just initiate myself into some shit <laughs> somebody gonna roll up like I heard the podcast take this pistol <laughs> uh, um, let's see key GED key get key GED 18 I'm sorry Uh, God, I love this woman. She's freaking hilarious. Real and conscious as fuck. My new go-to podcast. Only complaint is I'm greedy and I need a new episode daily. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm not sure how far to go back. I'm gonna read a couple of more. I can't wait to get my coins in order so I can monetarily contribute to my virtual best friend. Oh, keep going. Keep doing your thing, girl. Like, I swear, listening to you is like listening to myself talk to... my in real life best friend, but girl, you bigger than the, this podcast. You're gonna be on somebody's show in 2019. I'm okay, so I don't know. Went all the way in the crates, but thank you so much. That was Miss Perfect Brows. Sidebar. Let me tell y'all something. These quarantine brows are doing whatever they want. You know who they? My brows remind me of Ernie. You know, Burton Ernie. Yeah, my brows is on that level. My brows look like. How people, pubic hairs look in porn movies from back in the day. <clears throat> my brows look like, like uh, how I imagine a squash underarm hair look. It's not a game. Like, And I'm not going to cut them. Because I don't want to come out of quarantine having tried to do my own eyebrows. And then all my expressions is fucked up when I get to my first brunch. And they be like, Yo, you don't like your omelet? What? <laughs> the waitress didn't say that. Say no, why you looking like that? So I'm not going to even do it. I'm going to let them grow all the way out. And I'm just like my best life. But, uh, I don't want to go back too much further, but thank you guys so much, uh, for everybody that's left a review. If you haven't already left a review, yo, come on. If you are new to the podcast, you love what I'm doing. (sighs) And Hey, if I missed it and you put a review up wherever you are, Drop me a message, like hit me, DM me or something on Instagram or Twitter and be like, yo, I wrote a review over here and I'll go and put that together. But thank you guys so much for re- uh, leaving your review and um, I'll be reading more. Okay, before I fully get into this episode, I want to take a minute to acknowledge the life of Alua Toyen Salehu. She was a 19 year old protester down in Tallahassee, Florida who spoke at a protest and spent her final days carrying signs and pleading for justice uh, in the wake of the murders of George Floyd and Arbery and uh, Rihanna Taylor. She was a protester. She was working and um, affiliated with the organization, I'm sorry, Move 850. She was reported missing and then later found murdered. The eerie part and really sad part is that on her, uh, social media, she detailed how she, uh, accepted a ride from someone who later sexually assaulted her. There has been an arrest made, uh, but the person who was arrested does not fit the description that she had on her social media. So I just would hope and want to demand that they continue to investigate this case because, Listen, if it's the person that they arrested, good. Get this guy off the street. He was wanted for murder. It's good he's off the street. But I don't, what I don't want is for her case to just be thrown onto his and it's like, oh, okay, we're done. No, you're not done. If the description does not match the person that she, if the description she has does not match the person that is in custody, that means that there is someone out there who sexually assaulted her who is still on the loose i also want her case further investigated because what brought to mind what came to mind for me was ferguson the protesters and organizers who ended up murdered in ferguson it was two of them i know for sure were found in their car and a car was set on fire and it was just like oh it was a suicide no they didn't do any further investigation nobody was held accountable i don't even think i saw a surveillance video it was nothing And we know that the alt-right was down there. We know that white supremacists have been infiltrating protests. We've seen it with this one. We've seen it this time around with George Floyd. So who's to say that Toyin wasn't picked up by a white supremacist? Who's to say that somebody didn't see her out there protesting, snatch her up and make an example of her? So... I think it. Do, I think it's warranted for them to further investigate and make sure they get the person who actually sexually assaulted her. And if somebody else is responsible for her murder, get this girl some damn justice. All right, kicking this thing off is our first uh, segment, the petty report. <laughs> the petty report. Uh, in this week's petty report, we have uh, how the world celebrated Obama Day on Trump's birthday. And I'm gonna tell you, that's the kind of petty shit that I enjoy. That is like chocolate cover, like cookie dough with like a little nugget of weed in the middle. Like, mmm, mmm, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar across social media, Uh, it was, the word was put out that, uh, June 14th, which is actually Trump's birthday was, would be renamed and celebrated as Obama day or Obama appreciation day. So while Trump was, I'm sure tweeting and looking for anyone that would recognize him, everybody was tweeting, uh, their Pictures of Obama, videos of Obama, of course, inauguration pictures, videos of him running, him with his shirt off, parasailing, smiling, looking healthy. And maybe Trump wasn't paying no attention. But you know damn well Trump was all, he probably woke up early excited to see who was going to be like <laughs> adding him for his birthday. And this this the level of petty it went to. People were tagging the POTUS Twitter account, but it was just full of pictures of Barack Obama. Like, um, I, I'm no one celebrity at all, but a Facebook birthday goes off. That should be making me feel like I am okay. Hosting the Grammys and some shit. Like it's so many blue, blue, blue. It's just like nonstop to the point. I can't even see how many people are posting to me. So I scrolled down Trump's account. Yo, he was tweeting at people specifically. That's how few people were talking to him or acknowledging him. There was one tweet that just said, thank you, (laughs) Philip. You know how lame, You know how lame you gotta be that you can specifically point out one tweet from a person like yo, nobody was fucking with him. I feel like that inbox was dry as hell. I bet you like (laughs) Tiffany Trump would probably went in the room like, dad, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know what it feels like. He was like, who are you? (laughs) I bet his sons was trying to rally people like, hey everyone, we're gonna please come in here. like that kid at the school that nobody liked but the parent is like um Asher is having a birthday party he would love for you to come everybody like uh no thanks (laughs) everybody was like we're good love and joy so Obama day was great I feel like hey let's put it in the books as a national holiday it was just pictures and it just he was a great president by in terms of presidential, overall presidential work that was done. But more than anything, I think Barack Obama was just great for the country and great for the world in the sense of feeling like we were moving forward. What it felt like when he was president felt like when you eating healthy, you got all your vegetables, you go into the bathroom regularly, you light, you get what I'm telling you? Like, you feel like your skin is glowing to like, now it feels like you ate a whole pan of macaroni and cheese, And like dressing all in one sitting. Some dry ass turkey. You ain't had no water. You ain't shit in like two weeks. (laughs) That's how heavy it feels. By comparison. (laughs) So. Happy Obama Day. I hope y'all had a wonderful celebration. Of pettiness. Alright. So speaking of finding joy. Which the whole Obama Day brought me joy. But. I'm just wondering where are y'all finding joy, right? I like to, when I'm feeling down, go to some kind of platforms and just watch a movie. I just want to lay down, wrap myself in a blanket, hug myself, watch TV and cry and or wail uh, in pain. Fine. But where is the programming that will allow me to do that? I'm really I'm really wondering specifically black programming, okay? I went to Amazon Prime and they have this whole section of like black struggle. I think the title was like legit black struggle and it's like have we not been through enough. Black struggle is me just logging on to Twitter, okay? I don't need to try to get an escape and then be faced with more black struggle, okay? Like where are the fun black movies where is like five heartbeats bring that back coming to america golden child harlem Knights, all that the whiz all that stuff needs to be on the platform roll bounce uh atl hell you can drag out pootie tang i thank you give me a break Jeek, I don't want to see a movie about We Shall Overcome and then go on my 2020 Twitter feed and see black people yelling, We Shall Overcome. We are living this shit every day. Can we please get some free streaming of something with some joy? Fuck. And I just want to take a minute to say thank you to all of the wonder pe- wonderful people in my life that have shared their passwords, given me access to their cable logins, and just really tried to support my mental health at this time. So my call to action is whoever is around you, that you just share your password, even if it's just for the next 30 days, you know, just share your password, find a friend, and just send them a text, yo, to you today, get your life. Boom! Right after thirty days, cancel that shit. All right. Um, gotta get into this video that has been floating around. Uh, it's an interview with a Atlanta pastor, and he's sitting down with the CEO of Chick Fil A and this rapper. He's a gospel rapper called Lecrae, and. <sighs> The pastor said the most ridiculous shit, and I think like most people who saw it, my immediate response was, bitch, what? I feel like Jesus looked down and was like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Not on my name, you don't. So this this round table, these three men sitting up talking about white supremacy and the pastor said that uh he wants to rename white supremacy to white blessing because when white people hear white supremacy their antennas go up and they you know their guard goes up and they don't know how to process it but if you rename it to white blessing then they can you know digest it better and they're more more open to hearing you out or I'm gonna be honest, he said white blessing and I pretty much clocked the fuck out. I'm telling you I took my paper card, put it into the slot, chung chung, and I just said I was 1 second from throwing my phone like a fucking frisbee off of the tallest building I could find. Okay? I'm talking about te- going up to Baldwin Hills with my computer and flinging that bitch hoping I could reach the ocean in Santa Monica. I mean, first of all, it's two parts, two things that really got on my goddamn nerves. This whole idea of pandering and catering to these fucking white feelings because they just have a hard time fit. You know, get you can't get through to them because they hear certain words and it's just so upsetting That's the fucking reason why Trump is in office, because people are so busy worrying about white fucking feelings. Who fucking cares? You're not going to get me on board with calling white supremacy a white blessing. How dare you? How dare you try to minimize and condense 400 years of slavery, another how many years of lynching another of systematic racism, another 50 down to, oh, it's not white supremacy. It's white blessing. And as a white blessing, we just have to realize that we are so blessed. And I mean, this is like someone looking you in the face and saying, it feels good when I punch you in the face. So I'm going to punch you in the face. And you sitting there like, but when you punch me in the face, the shit hurt. And it's like, I know, but I love to punch you in the face. And I don't call it punch you in the face. I call it kissing your face with my fist. And then for someone to be a pastor and to say some shit like that, like the, the level of insensitivity that you have to have. That's the reason why I don't go to church. Second problem is this rapper, Lecrae just sat there now maybe because i didn't finish watching it because i didn't go research further to watch the rest of the video maybe he said something maybe at a certain point he got up and punched this motherfucker in the face and said hey jesus told me i should bust your shit right but in that moment for him to sit there and then just accept that this man in his face said that white supremacy was a white blessing is why I don't like these new ass rappers. If Chuck D was sitting there, can you imagine if this white pastor said that to Chuck D, Chuck D would have straight intellectually dragged this man through the over the rock of Gibraltar. Okay, that Chuck D and yes, Flavor Flav with his ass would have been in the back doing that little yeah boy, but it still would have made sense cuz he would have just been backing up everything that that chuck d said like and then the dudes that was marching remember to fight the power soldier dudes they would have been in their berets on giving full like about faces over and over like that's what i'm talking about that's the rap shit i'm used to can you imagine if like krs1 was there yo krs1 would have went full on master teacher dates he would have pulled out slides they'd have been like yo who put the projector up he'd have been like Bitch, i did you know what i'm saying like, but this this Lecrae ass dude just sat there on some old meat shell inherit the earth ass shit, and I'm sorry, and I know a lot of people into church, but let me tell you something: that mindset, that old turn the other cheek ass bullshit, anybody got time for that? Okay, it's quote me another part of the Bible or something because that shit is. Whack. And that shit is the reason why that pastor sat in that black man's face and called white supremacy a fucking white blessing. And here's the other thing. I knew dude was whack because I immediately went over to iTunes to be like, okay, well, let me see who this dude is. And it was like Ariana Grande singing an opening to one of his songs. And I immediately deleted that shit not only did i do immediately like x out of whatever was playing i then went on to erase the fact that i even searched for this whack-ass dude so i don't know who man's in them that is but y'all need to gather him because that ain't it here's another thing that ain't it a, a deputy in tennessee in white tennessee i didn't even know this was a space or a place uh this deputy says that two black women paid for his breakfast and they left him a note at the top of the notice said blm and then it says blm black lives matter but so does yours thank you for your service breakfast paid so let me just do some let me speak specifically to the black people who feel like i'm going to you know i'm gonna hug this officer to show that i am a person too and that We, he should know that my heart beats red and guess what? Get the fuck. That shit is whack. That shit is corny. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. You don't, you're not proving nothing to these people when you do that kind of shit. I'm not even saying this was a bad dude. What I'm saying is as a black person, why are you coming out of your pocket to pay for the breakfast of somebody who should their number one, this man's job is to protect and serve, is to bring justice, is to ensure that you as a citizen feel safe in your community. That's not something you should have to on top of that buy him breakfast for. That's not something that you should have to prove to him that you are worthy of the services that he is being paid for. What the fuck is wrong? I just need y'all to go to your calendar. You know, I don't know if it's a paper calendar. I don't know if it's a calendar on your phone, but I need you to go and then just look at the date on the calendar. Okay. I know it feel crazy. I know it feel like it's the fifties. I know it sometimes I'm going to tell you some days it feels like I'm like, is this the 1800s? What the fuck is happening? But that does not mean that we should act in that way. Okay. That does not mean that you should in some way try to audition to be considered a human. Get the fuck out of here! People who don't see black people as humans, as worthy of protection, as worthy of liberty, as worthy of happiness, you out here paying for breakfast for a cop that you probably gonna get arrested by in two weeks. You out here paying for breakfast for a cop who will may possibly be look the other way when another cop is standing on your neck. You out here spending money. When you might need to be keeping it for bail money and or to pay a ticket or to pay a fine or to pay down a warrant because you got caught in the speed trap or you got pulled over by this exact same cop for making eye contact or not making eye contact. And now he whooping your ass with a billy club and he's still digesting the waffle that you bought him earlier at breakfast. I just can y'all just can y'all just get information. All right. So got to take another deep inhale. Woo. Um, Regarding the bodies of men being found hung across the country. And these are just the stories that we have heard about. Um, There were two black men in different parts of California. There was a black man in New York and just recently a Hispanic man in Houston, Texas. Now, all of these have been ruled as suicides, but as of today, the police are, there's going to be an open investigation. And the frustration I have for these stories stems from exactly what I was just talking about. Why do we have to demand a justice that we should just get, period? Because these were all rude suicides, immediately. They were just like, oh, it was a suicide. and But then now, after everybody was got on social media and started being like, what the fuck are you talking about? black people don't hang themselves in public this is not black people this is murder this is murder this is lynching this is a lynching and then all of the tweets going around then it's like oh we're gonna open an investigation bitch why wasn't it an investigation in the first fucking place why are people acting like lynching wasn't a part of the fabric of this country like it's not historically a part of the timeline of this country. Between 1882 and 1968, 3,446 African Americans were lynched. 3,446 African Americans were lynched. And how many of those were considered suicides? How many more were not even reported how many more happened in these small towns where it was only one or two black people. And the mayor was the one that took that held the rope and strung the black person up because this was the Friday night thing to do. And so in 2020 for four black men to be found hung by the neck out in public, how is it not immediately like, Oh shit, it's some real stuff going on. And then the fact that people can rule it as a suicide and not lose their job. How the fuck do you as a coroner, a police chief, a, a a mayor, a goddamn city comptroller, I don't give a damn if you the garbage man. How do you not say, hold the fucking phone. We need to look into this. And then the fact that you just say, oh, eh, eh, it's not really nothing. And you keep your fucking job. That's not somebody I want in any kind of power. I don't even want that motherfucker adjacent to power. The fact that the KKK is just out here living a best life, recruiting, showing up with guns, inciting riots, fucking with people. And the police are actively protecting them, actively ensuring that protesters don't reach them, actively keeping a barrier so that they can come out there and antagonize peaceful protesters and intimidate peaceful protesters with their fucking guns and, and bullshit but I'm supposed to believe that four black men in this country in 2020 hung themselves by a tree and it's suicide. Yeah. There's no way that in a civilized society, someone being found hung in a country that has a history of lynching. Everybody should be fucking demanding that. Not just black people on a bright note. Juneteenth the black ass holiday that recognizes when the slaves of Galveston, Texas were finally told that they were free. Uh, this happened in June 19th, 1865, exactly two, about two and a half years after the emancipation proclamation. (sighs) White people, your ancestors are trash, son. I mean, and you're not going to tell me, oh, they didn't fucking know. They fucking knew. You're not going to tell me that they didn't get some kind of wire, some kind of Morse code, a raven or some shit. They knew that slavery was over. And I'm sure they probably was like, what? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. This is one of the slave masters wives. What? <laughs> you're kidding. Oh, my God. You guys. So that's what that letter totally got a letter and I was just like what and then it was like slavery is over but I was like over like a hill or something because our plantation is like on a hill (laughs) but now in 2020 Juneteenth is being considered a national holiday companies like Target and Nike, Twitter, Apple have all now giving their employees the day off to celebrate the holiday, the NFL. But I mean, come on at this point, anything the NFL do is getting a side. eye. I'm sure when they announced that they was kneeling with a holding a picture of Colin Kaepernick, like anybody got time for that. I don't even trust at this point. There's nothing that they could do that would make me watch them again and, or believe anything that they say or do at this point is genuine, but fine. Cool. Get the day off. Um, my thing with Juneteenth is I don't feel like this is a holiday that everybody should get to celebrate. Hey, I think. White people, if you truly want to observe Juneteenth, you should have to take your ass to work and clock the fuck in. Just like those black people clocked in for two and a half years after slavery was done. That's right. Take your ass to work. You don't get no day off. No, they didn't get no day off for two and a half years. So, no, you don't get to be outside barbecuing kicking it with us. It's bad enough that Black History Month is in February, so we don't even really be outside like that because it's fucking freezing in most places. I'm saying Juneteenth should be a Black ass holiday that only Black people can observe. Oh my God, Hadia, that is totally racist. I don't give a fuck. Period. Juneteenth should be for Black people. Black people should be able to be at a cookout, kicking it. I'm talking about on some body eye some day you'll remember dancing in September. Your uncle at the at the grill hooking up some fucking ribs ass. Like I don't even eat pork like that, but I'm fucking up a rib just on G P. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your favorite aunt making that potato salad. That's just, that hit you right. Like, woohoo. it'd be like, oh auntie, you killed this shit. The potato salad that be in the refrigerator by the time they put it out on the table, it got that whole little mist along the side. Cause it's perfectly chill. I'm talking about that sweet tea with just that right amount of sugar where you start to feel a tingle in your arm but you drink it anyway because you know it's only this one time a year you're going to risk it all. That's Because the truth of the matter is we cannot risk a Karen showing up at the cookout showing up at the barbecue showing up at the park where we all trying to have a good time and wanna fucking complain i'm um, actually the city ordinance says that you can't have more than 6 coals on your barbecue grill i'm calling the police that, and that's the thing that black people always worry about. I just watched a video of a little black kid. He's just in his yard shooting a basketball. A cop car, you just see him kind of go behind the car and he waits there. And then a cop car passes. And I just thought to myself, like, damn, think about this little boy. Just, he can't even just be outside and enjoy his day. He got to be outside, but also on guard. Like, oh, shit, here come a cop. I don't even want to risk getting fucked up. And this ain't, this baby looked like he was maybe... 15 and I'm being generous 15, but think about that. That's a child. And most adults are thinking that same way. You know what I mean? We thinking like, oh, we already have to cook our word. If your aunt and uncle that got divorced two years ago, is going to bust out in a fight. You already worried about if your two aunts that don't get along is going to all of a sudden turn up at the cookout and flip the table over you already worried about perfectly timing when you get high so you when you get to the cookout you are not too too high and that one nosy ass cousin or your auntie be like why your eyes so red right are you worried about like remembering all the steps to the wobble or what dance you gonna do coming down that soul train line because every black person know this is like you represent your whole family lineage when you coming down that soul train line so you better come with some hot shit so the last thing we need or want is Karen coming over doing a head count trying to ensure we got the proper amount of people in this area of the park and if she can see our permit that we were supposed to get from the parks and recreation (sighs) White people if you really want to celebrate Juneteenth what you can do is go to work you know what I mean? Like if you actually work in a building, just go to work. Matter of fact, if even if your building is locked down right now, ask for a key and go to work. If your building is, I mean, if your work is online right now, stay your ass in the house. Don't leave. Don't go to the store. Don't go get no coffee. Don't do none of that. Stand in true solidarity. So black people can truly celebrate this holiday in our in all our black ass glory. Okay. What you can do though. You can sit your ass in a house and log on to one of these streaming services and watch all 7,000 of these sad ass black movies they got on. And maybe you can learn your something all right y'all that does it for me thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast if you haven't already make sure you follow the podcast facebook instagram and twitter and of course you can find me hr comedy.com once again shout out to everybody that joined me for the pre-show i'm gonna do another pre-show y'all i think it's gonna be a thing it's gonna be a thing um also If you haven't already, leave a review. As promised, read that review. If you're new to the podcast and you're loving what I'm doing, drop a little quick review. I would love to hear your thoughts. Everybody have a safe and wonderful Juneteenth this Friday in honor of the ancestors. White people have fun at work. (laughs) That's all I got. Thank y'all so much. I'm out. Peace.